welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning. Good morning. I am super excited to kind of share with you a little bit of a deep dive on hormones today. So this this Monday, um, beginning of the week, we sent out our Nixon newsletter and our topic of the week was menopause. So this conversation is for you ladies. And I know that many of you are not really thinking about menopause or you are in your like your 20s or you're in your 30s or maybe you're in your 40s and you're still not even thinking about it but i want to share with you guys some really important things that we can start doing right even if you're in your 20s even if you're in your 30s because this is where unfortunately like again one of the things that really breaks my heart um, a lot of times because I, I work with women, right? I work with women with their hormones who have been struggling with these health concerns and stuff. And so many times too, it's like we get to a point where our health starts to decline or we start to see these like symptoms and have these issues and stuff. And it gets to a point where like it now it's this massive, massive problem, right? And so even when it comes specifically to our hormones or menopause or even a lot of like even autoimmune disorders, right? Typically there's red flags before it gets to a point where now it's creating this massive, massive roadblock in your life. And so when it comes to menopause, like this is going to be something that's inevitable, right? Like all us women will go through it eventually, right? Hopefully we'll be in our fifties um, when that happens. And we won't be experiencing that like, like premature ovarian failure, which unfortunately, again, I work with a lot of women who do, which is again, where it's like, there's a lot of times previously, right? There's red flags. There's things that we're struggling with. There's things that we're dealing with. And we have all of this time to really make these really great changes and to really support our body and to get our body in a better spot, right? And when it comes to menopause, if you're having these major, major, major symptoms and these major issues, right? And struggling with it for a really long time, right? Like technically menopause is one day right? It's the one day after 12 months of not having your period. And so this is where a lot of times women will be struggling with symptoms for sometimes years beforehand. And then sometimes years kind of like afterwards and stuff due to like their hormones being really, really low. And so that being said, right, if you're dealing with these major symptoms, this is oftentimes like still the body needing some support. And it's not just, oh, I hit menopause. So I have to deal with this, right? This is my life now. This is just a thing. And it's like, you can still have a pretty awesome, amazing life and enjoy yourself and have a high quality of life, regardless of if you're in menopause or you're not. Right. And so again, really learning how we can still support the body. And again, one of the things that breaks my heart is that I see so many women who like hit their thirties and then they feel like it's downhill from there. And it's like, no, in your thirties, like I am so, so excited for my thirties and my forties and we'll see about my fifties and stuff. But like, because it's like, you get 
so much ability and so much opportunity to grow as an individual and to gain all of these different experiences and memories and to like learn and just like crush all of these different goals. But unfortunately, right, a lot of times people think like their 20s are their prime and they hit their 30s and now it's like downhill because that's where your health declines at, where that's where having like back problems and achy joints and gaining weight and having these hormonal issues are always like just part of it. Right. And it doesn't have to be, but of course, like the changes that you need to make often don't need to be made when that time comes, when it becomes an issue, it's like starting to do things now. So again, I know a lot of you in this group are maybe not in your fifties, maybe not haven't reached menopause, maybe not even thinking about menopause, but I want to have this conversation so we can really figure out like what you can do today to be proactive about things, to keep your body in balance, keep your hormones right in check so that it doesn't have to be this negative aging process, right? You can grow through life. You can experience more from life. You can have this amazing quality of life and it all comes down to keeping your body in balance, keeping your hormones in check and taking care of yourself. And again, a lot of the clients that I do work with are in their forties, right? A lot of several ones are in their fifties. I've worked with women who are in their seventies. And it's again, one of the things that is like super rewarding for me, but again, also sad is I had a 70-year-old client and we worked together and then she was like, this is the best I've ever felt. Like it took you 70 years to kind of experience this, right? And it's like, I don't want that for you. (laughs) If you're watching this and listening to this right now, I don't want that for you. I want you to experience that today. I want you to get the most out of your life. I want you to be able to have the energy and feel good in your body and have the health so that you can live life to your full potential. And again, why I'm so passionate about nutrition, why I'm so passionate about hormones and health is that it is literally the foundation for your quality of life. Like it affects so many different things. And if you haven't realized yet, your hormones influence everything right? They influence your mood. They influence your energy. They influence your like focus, your productivity, right? Your weight, your strength, your body composition, all of these different things. And so again, really, really just making sure that you are paying attention to your hormones. And so that's what our conversation is going to be today. So on the topic, right? On the topic of menopause specifically, as I talked about, there's kind of like three phases to menopause, right? So there's going to be perimenopause, which is before, right? So this is where it's like your body starts to, in a sense, like kind of like estrogen levels start to decrease, right? Your progesterone as well. Maybe that's kind of, kind of starting to decrease and stuff. And like, these are where like your, your primary, like reproductive hormones, right. Are starting to kind of fluctuate and stuff. And so they're all, you can experience like a lot of times um, women who are menopausal or going through menopause, this is the stage that they're in where they start noticing a lot of those symptoms. And this is due to, right those fluctuations in your hormones and those changes in your hormones. And so oftentimes, right, like if not only are hormones out of balance in the first place or our body is stressed out, right, or adrenals aren't functioning properly, or we have these other kind of like health roadblocks, right? This is where we can notice those symptoms worse 
in some cases or better in some cases, depending on the person, right? So again, really paying attention to where things are at, right? And then because if these shifts are happening or like there are deficiencies or there are imbalances within the body, then these symptoms can be made a lot worse for you. And so you don't want to, right, have these symptoms, major, major (laughs) symptoms, right? And you don't want to be struggling because like this can last, right? This perimenopause phase can last four to eight years, right? So if you're dealing with these imbalances and these deficiencies and these massive symptoms, right, that's a long time to struggle for. So again, really paying attention to where your hormones are at, what your lifestyle is at and where your habits are too. So you can just really, really support your body. So it'll feel like this hormonal <laughs> roller coaster sometimes when things are out of balance and you don't really want that, right? You want this gradual kind of decrease and transition. Now, the f- second phase, right, is menopause. And menopause is one day, right? Menopause marks the day that you have gone 12 months without a menstrual period, right? So once that occurs, then technically, right, you are postmenopausal. And so this is where, right, like menopause is actually one day. You're not going through menopause for a long time or going through perimenopause or your postmenopausal. Now, postmenopause, this is where you haven't had your cycle for 12 months, right? So this is where you've reached a stage, assumably, right? The stage in your life where your reproductive years are kind of behind you, right? Your body isn't in a stage right now where it's like, okay, I'm going to have a baby, right? This is where now you don't have to worry about that. You can go and you can enjoy all these other aspects of life. And again, it's not this, I really, again, I know it can be challenging. And again, I don't speak from experiences myself personally, but working with women and going through these conversations and having these conversations um, and talking about these things too. But this is where, right? Like we can often think it's like, oh, now I went through menopause and it's like, now why? It's like my, my life is over, right? It's all downhill from here. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be, right? This is where now you can focus on yourself and different other things, right? And you can experience other aspects of life. And you just had 40 to 50 years of these incredible memories and these incredible experiences that have built you to where you're at right now. And so again, We still don't want to have a lot of symptoms and issues in this phase and you don't have to, right? So again, really making sure you're still supporting the body and you're still nourishing your body and you're still taking care of yourself because this is where those symptoms, right? Like hot flashes, night sweats, depression, even like changes in your weight, hair loss, right? Those types of things can really be supported or hindered or affected depending on your habits and your lifestyle and your nutrition. And so what can we do, right? As we're kind of going through that, what can we do to support ourselves? And this is again, where like eating a balanced diet, right? With enough protein, right? Enough protein is going to be really key. One of the big things in terms of just longevity, right? And also supporting body composition and also supporting different, like just how the body functions in general is improving strength and building lean muscle mass. And this is why I recommend, like, especially if you're a woman, especially for aging, get into an exercise routine and start resistance training right away. Like don't wait until you need to, right? And it's too late and your doctor's being like, you need to do something. You need to exercise more. It's like, do stuff now, get in the routine, get in the habit, right? Figure out ways you can start building lean muscle mass. And lean muscle mass and resistance training and strength training are amazing, amazing for aging and longevity. 
right? It helps so many different aspects. And then one of the biggest, biggest common issues, right? Postmenopause as well is because like estrogen really helps with building, right? It's like, it's a reproductive hormone. It helps with building tissue. It also helps with bone density. Um, And so this is where, when those estrogen levels decrease, this is why a lot of women will struggle with like osteoporosis or osteoarthritis um, or like poor bone density, right? Um, They're also going to have kind of less muscle mass. Their body composition is going to change. They might also have changes with their thyroid, right? Their basal metabolic rate decreases, all of these different aspects. So starting in a regular strength training or resistance training program, doing it on a regular basis, right? Building that lean muscle mass, creating this lifestyle, that you feel confident in, that you can continue with, right? And as part of your lifestyle is going to be key. And this is where you can maintain muscle mass. You can maintain strength. You can increase bone density, right? You can support your body composition, your metabolism, your thyroid, and so forth. The other thing too is obviously your nutrition, right? Your nutrition is going to be super key. And we can get really like do a lot of really cool and strategic things when it comes to nutrition. Again, like as an RHN, um, this is literally what I do. And it's like a lot of people think, okay, I just need protein, fats, and carbs. And it's like, no, like you can get so intentional about the foods you eat and the meals you have to optimize blood sugar, to reduce stress off your body, to support your adrenals, to support detox, right? And then even in terms of foods, right, if you're dealing with low estrogen, this is where foods with like high in phytoestrogens are really helpful. So obviously this is going to depend on the person um, and depending like, and everybody responds differently, partially due to kind of where your levels are at, like which phase you're in, and then also your estrogen receptors and like stuff like that. But um, that being said, phytoestrogens can be really, really helpful. So foods, common foods, most of you probably know about like soy and tofu, right? So again, depending on the person, tofu is going to be like the highest, highest in amounts of phytoestrogens estrogens and the specific type of phytoestrogen, but then you can also do, right, other foods like flax seeds, right, are really great. Um, Even certain kind of like beans can really be helpful as well. A lot of like plant-based types of foods and stuff um, and plant-based proteins will contain often phytoestrogens and stuff. And so again, including these into your diet can just kind of support the body with that. And then of course, too, like really paying attention to your stress. So a lot of people don't realize too, like, when you're not no longer producing like the same amounts of like your your reproductive hormones um, from the ovaries, right? Like postmenopause, this is where your body can still produce hormones just at lower levels in different areas and stuff. So, like for example, your adrenals, right? Your adrenals are going to still be able to produce certain um, levels of hormones and stuff, but right, if your adrenals are burnt out. <laughs> and you're dealing with chronic stress and you're dealing with HPA dysfunction, then it's like, this is where, right? Then now you're going to really feel like garbage. So it's like making sure we are managing our stress. We have a healthy cortisol rhythm, right? Our adrenals are healthy. Our adrenals are functioning properly. These things are super, super important. And oftentimes the women that do struggle with earlier menopause, right? Like you can hit menopause in as early as your 30s. You're like 35, right? And it's like, oftentimes because your body's so stressed out. And so really paying attention to your current lifestyle, to your current like stress levels, right? Where your health is at. If you have any kind of constant physical stressors from either environmental stressors or toxins or poor gut health or certain things like that, because pay attention to these things now, because again, 
it can influence how early you hit menopause and also your side effect, like your symptoms going into menopause and then also how you feel afterwards, right? When you no longer are producing these, these reproductive hormones from your ovaries and now it's burdens on your adrenals, but your adrenals are burned out. So um, again, paying attention to these things. And then of course, like I said to regular sleep, right? Get enough, um, like again, huge, huge part of just making sure that we are reducing stress off the body is get enough sleep on a regular basis. Make sure you're not adding more stress onto your body. Um, sleep is really, really important part for like all of our hormones and how things are functioning, especially your adrenals. Um, and then in terms of nutrition too, like you can get also super strategic about certain nutrients, right? So we probably hear a lot about like, obviously protein. We want to make sure we get enough protein. We also want to make sure that we do get calcium, which can come from animal sources or plant-based sources. Um, and then vitamin D deficiency is also super common. Now, that being said, I'm going to put this little like disclaimer as well, because this is where a lot of people, they will start taking vitamin D supplements, but especially for like bone density, it works better if you do have vitamin K with it. So you may see you'll have like certain supplements and it'll be like D3 plus K2, right? So this is actually going to help with the absorption and just really kind of getting that vitamin D into kind of absorbed into the body so it can actually be effective, right? So, and then on top of that, like if you are eating a lot of, when it comes to nutritional deficiencies too, again, I'm sorry, I can talk about this stuff forever. <laughs> I'll just go off on little tangents. But when it comes to our gut health, right? Like if we're dealing with chronic inflammation or leaky gut or issues with our gut, and even if we're having certain foods that do contain these really great nutrients, but we're still dealing with nutritional deficiencies, oftentimes it's for, due to poor absorption due to that damage in the gut, right? So again, get working on your gut just really helps optimize your, your nutritional like intake and absorption. Um, and then also obviously is reduce the stress off your body and helps you feel a lot better. So eat a healthy diet. Um, make sure you're eating enough protein and you're eating whole foods, well-balanced, nutrient-dense diet to best support your body. Um, you can include foods that contain phytoestrogens to help support those estrogen levels because they can attach the, or the receptors, uh, estrogen receptors kind of similarly. Um, and then also making sure you're strength training. <laughs> I'm going to really emphasize on that. It is amazing for strength. It is amazing for body composition. It is amazing for longevity. And it's also going to help with bone density too. And then of course, making sure you're managing your stress. So incorporating stress management techniques, right? Doing a stress inventory, being cognizant of the stressors that you're dealing with on a regular basis, getting enough sleep, um, and of course, optimizing your gut health too, just to obviously support all of these areas. So just to wrap things up, right? If you are 20, if you are 30, if you are 40, if you are 50, all of these things apply. And the sooner that we can start creating this healthier lifestyle and learning how to integrate these healthier, more supportive habits in our day-to-day and learning how to be consistent with regular strength training exercises or resistance training, or even just managing our stress properly on a regular, regular basis. Like all of these things will support you long-term. And unfortunately, so many people wait till the moment they can't ignore it anymore, where it becomes this massive problem. And now they have to make changes. And you don't have to wait till you need to make changes in order to start making changes. And it can optimize 
so much about your quality of life. It can optimize so much about later on your transition through menopause, right? And it can support your long-term longevity and just how you're feeling. So start making changes today, even if it's small, small steps, right? Even if it is just working out once a week, right? Or getting a gym membership or focusing on cooking more meals at home or meal prepping one day a week. Like find those little habits that you can start integrating right now and build off of that. Because I think about it, if you're in your 20s and you spend the next 20 years building these healthier habits and stacking one after the other after the other and just learning your body and learning more about health, right? And making these positive changes and like step-by-step creating this lifestyle, then it's like, you're going to be so much better off in your 40s, in your 50s, right? Versus just waiting until that time. And then you're like, oh, shoot, I should have like done this. And it doesn't have to be complicated. People feel overwhelmed. They feel like they, they feel lost when it comes to stuff. And it's not like there's a, there's so much information out there, right? Again, it can feel overwhelming and it can feel confusing, but at the base foundation of it, like there's still a lot of information that you can still learn things, right? And you can learn like, okay, what foods are going to kind of provide my body these things and how can I support these things? Or again, invest in yourself, work with somebody, let us take all the guesswork out for you. If that, if looking and researching things online is too, like too overwhelming and stressful and takes up too much of your time, just invest in somebody and we can take all the guesswork out for you. Right. So that is like, there's so much that you can do today, right? So do not wait until the moment that you have these major issues because it's like the smallest little steps forward. If you're consistent with them and you start doing them now and you're proactive about things is going to build into this long-term lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be this massive instant overhaul. It could literally be step-by-step. So anyways, eat healthy, nourish your body, right? <laughs> Lift weights, all right? Build muscle, manage your stress and reach out for help if you need anything. So hopefully that was helpful. And again, hopefully you can not feel stressed out going through menopause or kind of getting these changes with your hormones and stuff. And again, making sure that you are supporting your body as best as possible to reduce symptoms so you can still enjoy the heck out of life. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.